You're listening to the Brandy Cowgirl Podcast, episode number 18. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Or if you're new here, then hey, hi, hello. My name is Sarah. I'm a wedding photographer and a biz educator for the ranchy, western, and rural businesses. I help small town ladies and dudes, I don't judge, grow thriving creative businesses while still being able to live that western lifestyle that we all know and love. Okay, that actually leads me into the topic for today's show. I'm going to be teaching you how to stand out in network marketing. Dun, dun, dun. All right, I'm going to guess that when you heard that, uh, you probably had one of two reactions. You either A, got really excited because it relates to you, or B, you did a mega eye roll because you are super over the network marketing thing. The truth is, network marketing has created a bit of a stigma for itself, and for a lot of people, it's become a negative one. But this is not a new trend. Network marketing has been around for a really long time, and it's only continuing to grow more and more. And real quick, for those who are maybe a little lost on what network marketing is, another term for it is MLM or multi-level marketing companies. And for all the people that are super anti-MLM companies, they would probably call these pyramid schemes. But don't worry, we're going to get into all of that. Now, I do want to preface this with the fact that I have never personally worked for a network marketing company, and it's not my intention to come off like I know all of the ins and outs. However, I have a lot of friends and acquaintances that are in network marketing, and I've spent a lot of time observing these companies and researching them to try to understand them more. My personal opinion on network marketing is that it's not for me, but that's just because I have a really full plate already. But I think I would be really good at it, not even going to lie. And I have absolutely no issues with anyone being a part of network marketing to support themselves or their family. The issue I do have and what I think drives a lot of people away is that these companies don't always appear to do the greatest job at explaining authentic marketing to its consultants. And that's in no way bashing the consultants themselves or even the companies. I mean, they got to just do what works for them. And if they're, if it somehow is creating a profit and it's working, then of course they're just going to keep doing the same thing. But again, this is all just merely from my own personal experience with these companies, um, and it's not all of them, it's just been some of them, and why I wanted to create this episode on how to stand out in network marketing in the first place is because of all of those reasons. I've seen people really crush it with their MLMs, and I've also seen people totally flop, which is another reason why I believe there can be such a negative look at these companies. Again, if you feel like you are crushing it and you are happy with how you do things in your MLM, then by all means, babe, ignore this episode. It's not for you. Just keep doing you. This episode is for those of you who are struggling to see success in network marketing and the ones who are not actually advancing in the ways that they want to. Now, before we get in too deep, I just want to say all of the tips I'm going to give in this episode are related to any kind of business, not just multi-level marketing, which is why I know that they work. If you're ready to jump into these tips and start learning how you can build a successful brand around your MLM and actually start standing out from the crowd in network marketing, then grab a pen and a notebook and let's get to work. Just for fun, I decided to pull out some facts around network marketing so that y'all kind of know what this is all really about. These statistics are from the year 2020. So the first one is over 6.2 million people in the U.S. sold products and recruited new distributors in 2018. Over 10 million new pitches are made to U.S. women annually because this is a primarily women-driven industry. 
The industry has grown by 1.7% globally. The industry made around $35.4 billion in 2018 in the U.S. In 2018, U.S. direct sellers sold to 36.6 million people. The majority of distributors and discount buyers in the U.S. are ages between 35 and 44. Now, I was actually really shocked to see how big this industry actually is, but also not really surprised because it just seems like every single day I see someone new jumping on board to one of these MLM companies. So now I want to answer the question that is on everyone's mind all the time. Let's talk about the idea of network marketing being a pyramid scheme. So in order to do that, first we need to define what a pyramid scheme actually is. According to Google, a pyramid scheme is a form of investment that is illegal in the U.S. and elsewhere in which each paying participant recruits two further participants with returns being given to early participants using money contributed by later ones. An actual illegal pyramid scheme provides no products or services and pays according to the number of recruits. Now, the balancesmb.com says legal network marketing programs offer quality products or services that are sold to consumers. Recruiting new members allows for increased income based on the volume of sales with team sales volume, not the number of recruits, being the important factor in calculating income. Legitimate network marketing companies must adhere to laws, including publishing average income statistics, not having inventory requirements, and offering refund options. So with such a fast-paced, rapidly moving industry, it's really no wonder why people are just jumping on board. And if you did not understand what all that mumbo-jumbo meant, um, no, they are not technically considered pyramid schemes people. So again, with everything, with more people getting in this industry, more people jumping on board, there seems like a new company comes out every single day. Why is not everyone becoming like a multimillionaire at this? How come every recruit and every consultant isn't just rolling in the dough? It's totally possible. So what's stopping them and what's stopping you? So I want to go over a list of common mistakes made by network marketers that I see on a daily basis. And I just want to start with the fact that network marketing is a business. And just like anybody who's just getting started in business, we don't know a whole lot. I mean, when I first started a business, I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know anything about marketing or how to talk to consumers or make sales or anything like that. And so, you know, again, it's not any of their own faults. It's just a fact of they're new and they're just getting started and they may not understand how all of this works. So I want to list off the mistakes that I see and maybe some possible solutions that can help get you out of those mistakes. Um, network marketing is really a lot like affiliate marketing, which is something that I am a part of. And if you've ever heard me talk about things like HoneyBook or Flowdesk or Goalie Gummies, just to name a few, these are all brands that I am an affiliate for. They are products that I love using and I genuinely use them every single day and I want to refer them to you so that they can change your life in the same way that they have changed mine. And when you use my code or my special link, sometimes you get a discount or I get paid a small commission. It's really a win-win in all way around. 
Now, network marketing honestly works the same exact way, but it's easier said than done. And there are some common mistakes that people are making that are causing them not to grow and stand out. And again, this can apply to any and all businesses as well. First things first, if you're trying to sell something, you better like it. Actually, you better love it. When you have something to offer someone and you are completely obsessed with it and you think it's life-changing, you will carry a certain level of confidence and confidence is powerful in sales. I think a lot of network marketers get stuck in the first stage where they are not confident in their product or they don't believe in it as much as they should and that shows. But if you are using something that you really do believe changed your own life and it has created a success story for you, then use that to your advantage, use that as leverage to sell that product. When you think of selling, stop thinking of it like it's some sleazy, gross thing that has to be done very cautiously. Selling is only bad when you're selling something that you don't believe in or you're being fake about it just to make money. Selling is really just storytelling, building relationships, and providing a solution to someone's problems. That's it. The second mistake I see being made in many MLM companies is that people can be really quick to jump in and get super enthusiastic about selling a product just because they want to make money off of it. They think it's like a get rich quick thing and it can be easy to dive right in and be completely over the top about it. But unfortunately, with this method comes a not so good success rate, partially due to the fact that many people get excited about the potential income without really looking into the business itself of whether they think they might be a good fit for that particular product or not. Now, please, please, please remember, if you take nothing else from this episode, just know this. Not everyone is your customer. This is my third point I wanna make. I have heard that some companies tell their new consultants to make a list of people they know and pitch their product to them for like practice in a sense. But the issue here is that this is going to discourage customers more than it's going to build a relationship with them. It's fine to let your friends and family know that you are now part of this company, but don't just jump right into trying to sell them something for the sake of selling them something. Make sure you actually believe that your product or service that you have to offer is going to benefit them. I want you to actually identify your ideal client. And this is going to be different for every single person listening, even those of you who are a part of the same exact MLM company and sell the same exact product. For instance, let's say that I'm a part of a network marketing company that sells skin products. And even though you may know deep down these products could benefit every single person on the planet, we are not going to talk to every single person on the planet. We are going to niche ourselves down, niche, niche, however you wanna say the word. This is like an ongoing battle for everyone, I feel like. Um, but yeah, you're going to break that down as much as you possibly can. And when I say break it down, I mean break this down to be as specific as you possibly can. So typically, your ideal client is going to be someone similar to yourself, but not always. But for the sake of this example, let's just say it is. Now, think about your hobbies, your overall lifestyle. What do you like to do? What do you enjoy? What struggles have you had with your own skin? 
And with all of that in mind, let's start to build a profile for our ideal client or customer. I would probably target women in their mid to late 20s who are new wives or new moms who also maybe live on a ranch or do some kind of Western lifestyle and they're used to, you know, working hard out in the elements or taking care of those babies and snuggling, (laughs) snuggling, I meant to say struggling, I started thinking about babies and that just made me think of snuggling apparently. Um, But anyway, yeah, so women who are, you know, they're out in the elements and they're taking care of babies and they're struggling to keep up with a solid skin routine. Now, that's just my example. Think of your own and then I would actually write it down so that you have it in front of you. You can see it and it can be a good reminder for you. And then once you have this information down, below that, write down what kinds of interests this client of yours might have. Now, they might be the same things that you just listed off that are your interests, but you know, get really specific with this. Where do they like to shop? Where do they like to eat out? What is the typical structure of their day? What do you know that fits this criteria or who do you know that fits this criteria that you just created? Um, Think about that person and then just start like writing notes about them. These are all things that are going to help you build the language in many posts that you make or how you will be very strategically able to talk directly to your ideal customer. So if you're wondering why this is all important, like why should you find your ideal client? Why should you determine who that is, what they're all about? Why should you even speak to a specific group of people to sell to versus just talking to everybody? The answer is when you're able to use the language and create content that feels relatable to your audience, they're more likely to buy from you. When you keep everything super general because you're trying to talk to everybody and make it relatable to every single person, there is going to be a disconnect and a lack of connection. If people feel seen and heard and they can look at something you post and say, OMG, that's totally me. They're talking directly to me. Like that is 100% who I am or that's something that I do or whatever it might be. You have hit the sweet spot of marketing. Another thing that a lot of people struggle with in network marketing is not putting themselves up front and center. And it's a natural tendency when we have a product to sell to just wanna put that actual product all over the place. But when you do this, you're taking you out of it. And you is the difference between your business and Sally Sue who sells the same exact thing as you. So in episode number four of the Branded Cowgirl podcast, I actually do a deep dive into how to create a personal brand, which is exactly what we're talking about right now. So I highly recommend checking that out, but I will drop a few key points right now. First, please just know that when I say put you into your business, that it is not considered selfish, it is not considered conceited, it's none of those things as long as you do it with the right heart and the right mindset. You're not posting about your business, you're not showing up in your business in in a sense of like, me, 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 buy from me, I'm the best, so you should buy from me. It's not about that, it's, you know, sales is all about the customer and it it 100% is not about you, it is about them and how you can serve them, but again, 
again, we're trying to build relationships and relatability here and building a brand. And the only way that you can do that authentically is with yourself. So sharing your interests, sharing your true stories, but using your personal story and your personal experiences as a way to bless and serve others. So just to kind of, you know, ease that any tension you might be feeling where you're like, oh, I feel weird showing up. I don't want it to be about me. I don't want to be selfish. I don't want people to look at me and think that I'm being selfish or weird or what, you know, whatever thoughts are going through your head right now. Just remember that you are the only thing that is unique and special and different about your business specifically. And it's not selfish to to share your story and to share your journey as long as you're doing it in a way to serve others. Okay, so for personal branding, first things first, we talked about your ideal client and who they are and what they struggle with. And, you know, how, now we need to know how are you actually going to be able to speak to these people and show them what you have to offer? Well, first of all, let's just start with this. Do not, do not cold message people. Like, let's just stop this trend, y'all. It is 2021. And if I get one more DM from a random person I haven't talked to in years or even at all that says something like, hey girl, I just thought I'd pop in to tell you about this great product I offer. Or if you join my team, it will be great because of X, Y, and Z. No, 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 no. Please, please make this stop. I think I speak for everyone when I say please make this stop. I would argue that cold messaging is the number one reason why people are so turned off by network marketing. It feels super slimy and you know absolutely nothing about me. We're not even really friends. Why would I want to join your team? I I know that sounds really harsh and bad and I'm, I'm sorry, but someone has to say it like this needs to stop. I am not against somebody who has genuinely been following me, genuinely been following my story, knows who I am, knows what I'm about, like understands my personality. If they want to reach out to me when I have something like specifically and not just like, hey, I see that you are a business owner and like I think you should join my team because like, you know, that you just you could do this because you're already doing it type of thing. Like if I start talking about my dry skin on my story and you have like the miracle skin saver, then that's fine. Like that I get that is the time to reach out and say, hey, like I see you have this problem. Problem. I have this solution. This is why it works. And if I say no, then like that's fine. And we're going to get into a little bit more of sales messaging and like what works with sales and stuff too in a little bit. So I won't get into that too much right now. But again, if if nothing has triggered this conversation and you are just randomly popping in for absolutely no apparent reason, we've never met or we've never spoken on social media or I haven't talked to you in years uh, like just just stop like this is not working it does not work for me and like my messages to people get more and more passive aggressive the more messages I get like this and I just honestly hope this speaks to someone because like I said I probably get at least one cold message every single day like that's not even an exaggeration at the very minimum I get at least one a day with someone from an MLM company and did you know did you know this is kind of diving into our uh, sale a little bit of our sales mindset, but the average consumer needs 
to see something about seven times before they decide to take action on it or purchase something. So if you are just reaching out to somebody and cold messaging them and that is their first time hearing about this product, your chances of actually making the sale right then and there are so slim. Like there might be like a 1% chance, but that's totally natural with any type of business. But if you are showing up on your own feed and your own stories and you're talking about a product, like me as a consumer, I get to follow you and watch you from a distance. There's no pressure and I get to see how you're using it in your daily life. I get to hear you talk about all the great things that it does for you and why and all these things. But I have to see that multiple times before I finally might get on board and be like, you know what? I think I'm going to buy this. Very, very seldom do people see something one time and say, oh my gosh, I have to have that right now. So instead of just randomly reaching out to people with the same copy and pasted message, try this instead. Choose five to six categories of your life, only one of which, which is going to be the thing that you actually sell or what your business is. The others can be something like being a mom, being a wife, your faith, um, the fact that you love cooking, that you ride horses, that you love to draw, that you drink a lot of Starbucks, like it could seriously be anything. Um, but they should be things that represent who you are in your life. And then I want you to practice rotating around these topics and creating content, captions, photos, etc., all the things, um, all related to these topics. Now, but Sarah, I sell skincare products. Why would anyone care that I am a mom or that I love Taco Bell? Okay, going back to what I said earlier, people are more likely to buy from people that feel familiar and when things seem relatable. Um, if you are trying to sell something to moms and you get on your story every single day and you talk about being a mom, guess what? That person is going to start to connect with you and build a relationship with you. This is how you build a personal brand. Your brand goes so far beyond your business and it makes you not a just a business talking salesy robot. It makes you a real human being with real solutions to real people problems. Now, let's say you sell skincare stuff and our friend over here, Sally Sue, also sells the same exact skincare stuff. Now, let's say you are on your stories every single day and you are just talking about what it's like to be a stay-at-home mom. You're sharing just little bits of your day throughout the day, um, maybe has nothing to do with your business at all. You're telling the funny things that your kids do and then you you know, go on to talk about the products that you are selling, but not making it in a, sell a salesy way. You're just showing how you personally use them in your own daily life as a busy mom and how you use them every single day and how they fit into your lifestyle. These are the things, again, you're speaking to your ideal client, assuming that in this situation, your ideal client client is a stay-at-home mom um, just like you. They have a similar lifestyle to you. So you are showing them. So now they're able to connect with you on the level of being a mom and they're able to see like how you're using your products in your daily life. Well, if Sally Sue over here is 18 years old and fresh out of high school selling the same thing but talking about how she goes to parties every night and hangs out with her friends constantly, not saying there's anything wrong with that, it's just a different part of life than where your ideal client is in. I can promise you that the customer who, you know, again, is more aligned with your lifestyle is going to be more likely to buy from you than she is Sally Sue who 
you know, just because she can relate to who you are more as a person. Even though you're selling the same exact product, they're the same exact prices, the difference between the two of you is that you are showing this mom exactly why this product fits to her lifestyle and how it's going to benefit her lifestyle versus Sally Sue can't necessarily relate or can't necessarily tell the story for the stay-at-home mom because she just, she doesn't know. She's not there yet. And when you do this with five different aspects of your life, like I said, we're going to have five topics that we rotate through. You are leaving room for growth and you're able to expand your audience and your reach. And we like that. So remember, like only one of those categories might be a stay-at-home mom. So one day you're talking to your stay-at-home moms and you're showing how this product works for the stay-at-home mom life. But then maybe the next day you're talking to all your Taco Bell fans and how much you love Taco Bell and why this product helps, you know, something with Taco Bell or even if it has nothing to do with the product at all you could just be talking about your love for Taco Bell and maybe people follow you solely for the fact of you talk about Taco Bell you know a couple times a week and they love Taco Bell and maybe it has nothing to do with skincare but eventually you know you're gonna find somebody in that crowd of people that originally followed you for your love of Taco Bell but then they're gonna say hey I also see that you sell skincare stuff I struggle with skincare problems like maybe I'll try this from you because I can relate to you on this whole other level so again you're leaving room and growth and it might feel unrelated but the truth is that is the beauty of personal branding is like people want you for you they want to buy from you because of who you are and I just think that is a beautiful glorious thing and I think so many network marketers specifically miss that mark because they're so caught up in just trying to sell the products and they're not focusing as much on building a brand. So now that we kind of have a foundation for our brand, who we're speaking to, how do we actually get those people to buy from us? The quick answer, you stop selling and you start serving. If you go on your stories every single day and you talk about your life and then you end it with, oh, by the way, you can buy this here people are probably gonna get a little bored of you because they've just heard that every single day. They don't want to feel like they're being sold to every single day. But when you just go on and say something like, oh yeah, I just picked up the kids from school and now I'm sitting down to drink my green drink and then I'm gonna go work out, like hope you're having a great day, see you later. You are showing that you personally use those products in your daily life and how you use them, but you're not actually saying like, you should buy this. You are just leaving little subconscious hints. And that does just as much as actually saying like, buy this, buy this, buy this. You could also talk about what they actually do for you, the benefits of using it and how it can help you. And remember, Think about the problems that your ideal client is dealing with and how your product can solve them and put your content around that idea. Oh, like, okay, so let's say you're a busy mom and you're on the go all the time. Good thing our new face mask only takes three minutes to apply and it lasts for 24 hours. Like, I, I don't know. Obviously, I'm just making this all up as I go, so don't come at me, but you get the idea. <laughs> And when you provide consistent value every single day to your client, you're allowing them to subconsciously start to remember you and your business. Keyword being consistent here. You actually need to talk about your product and what you do regularly, like one a, once a day minimum, to make people stick with you through the process. And the truth of the matter is, 
people really don't care as much about the product as they care about you and how this stuff works for you and your life and how it can serve someone else. So show up, don't be salesy every single day. Maybe once or twice a week you could say, hey, like you should buy this. But the rest of the time, if you're just showing that you use it and you have it and you're not necessarily making the product the main source of the video that you just posted, it's just kind of subconsciously there in the background, um, that does has just as much power as literally saying, hey, look at this, see this, like you should buy this. Um, so the more you can just show that it's part of it, you'll get, you'll still get people that want to buy from you even on those subconscious days you'll still get people that are curious and ask you questions like hey what are you drinking what does that do like what are the benefits of that all that stuff the more you do this it might not happen at first it might not come all at once but the more you do it and the more you show up and the less you care about how many likes or how many views you're getting on these videos if you just stick with it I promise you it's going to benefit you in the long run one of my last tips for how to make yourself stand out in network marketing is to design all of your own templates. We want your business and your branding to feel like you as a person. So on several occasions, I have received messages from multiple people that were worded exactly the same and clearly just copied and pasted. Um, and they pretty much just changed my name in the paragraph, but everything else word for word was the same, multiple different people. Um, and that was a huge turn off to me. And it really just makes me want to scream at the top of my lungs. Um, tough love moment, honey. But if you are doing this, trying, you know, if you're just doing this to try to make money with network marketing, please choose a different career path. Um, it's just, it's so obvious and it shows so much when you're, I mean, really, if you're trying to sell anything, if you're trying to grow a business, but your heart is only there for the money and it's not for the sake of actually serving people and blessing people and changing people's lives, like you're doing it wrong. It should, you should have a passion and a heart for this and that if you never made another dime at it, you would still love it. Um, obviously, we have to make money and there's no guilt or shame in that, but um, the first priority should be wanting to help and serve people and the money just comes with that. So I think that things like templates are perfectly okay to work off of and they're super efficient. I use templates in my own business all the time, but make sure that they are written by you. Like make your own templates. Don't work off of a template that somebody else gave you or if you did get it from somebody else that's fine but make sure you're changing enough to where it sounds like you the purpose of a template is to just give that foundation and to have the key information that needs to be had but the words and the verbiage should sound like yourself Another thing that you should make, you know, besides just like the messages and the actual copy that you're sending people, you should be making your own templates for any types of graphics that you use. And a lot of consultants for MLMs that I see will use the same little graphic images given to them by their company and they will just slap it up on their stories or their feed and call it a day. But when I see 20 other people posting the exact same image, you lose my business because it's just no longer original. It just doesn't feel special. It doesn't feel unique to me. It doesn't feel like you're talking to me. It just feels like you're copy and pasted. And for some reason, they always seem to be like not that great of quality. Like there always seems to be like a somewhat blurry photo or like the words kind of look weird. So. 
Anyway, go make your own. Build this brand, you know, because that's that's really what I want you to take from this is that this isn't just like a business. This is a brand around yourself. And this comes with, you know, use certain colors. Pick colors that resonate with you, like four main colors that you're going to use over and over and over again so that things can start to become recognizable. Um, colors, fonts, textures, styles, so that anytime you post something, I, I could see it without actually even seeing your name and be like, oh, that looks like so-and-so. And the easiest way that you can create amazing graphics and templates is through Canva. I love Canva. I use Canva for everything. I use it every single day. They have the best options to choose from and they're fully customizable and it's 100% free. I mean, there is a paid version, but the free version is perfectly good. Like you can use it for so many things. So jump on Canva, make some templates for your Instagram story posts, make feed posts, make, you know, whatever else you're going to, you're going to be posting on you know, the Canva has a template for you. It has everything pre-sized out. It's super awesome. So I highly recommend doing that. Standing out in network marketing goes so far beyond just hooking people. It's also about how you speak to people once they show interest in either joining your team or buying the actual product. Some really easy ways that you may not have thought about is to either voice message or video message someone who is DMing you or messaging you about whatever it is that they're they're interested in. Sure, you could just get your point across by typing out words and responses, um, but what about stepping outside of the box and using your voice or showing your face and really driving the conversation in a super personal way? When someone takes the time to record their response to me, it just feels so much more special and it also feels much more authentic versus when they just type a response. Plus, not to mention it's way faster than sitting there and typing it all out, especially if you have a lot to say. I also really want you to remember this, especially if you're the type of person who is scared of what others are going to think about you. Stop making it about you. I want you to take that finger that you are pointing at yourself right now, being all worried about me, 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 and get out of that selfish mindset and start focusing on how this product you have is going to change someone's life. It would be super inconsiderate of you to hide it from someone if you know you have the answer to their problems. Let me say that again. It is selfish to not sell this life-changing product that you have if you know, if you genuinely know deep down in your heart and your soul and you believe in this product, if you know that could change someone's life or that could do something different for them or that could solve a problem that they have, it is selfish to not try to get them to buy it from you. It's not sleazy. It's not, it's not a toxic thing to have them buy something from you. Money is not this evil thing, but... It's selfish to not give them what they need and you know that they need it. Another thing I really want to drive home with you is that if you want to be successful at network marketing and you want to make this career, like make this a career for you and make six figures or even a million dollars, it is totally possible. But the ball is in your court. You are the only one that can make this happen for yourself and you're only going to get out of it what you put into it. 
If you look at the people that are above you who are driving around in a Mercedes-Benz or a BMW and you think that that's magically just going to happen for you someday, newsflash, it will only happen if you treat this like the full-time job that it really is. Sure, you could work part-time at this and there's nothing wrong with that, but if you want to hit that next level of success, if that if that is your dream is to, you know, make six figures, make a million dollars, you have to treat this like a full-time job. This is something you will have to work at every single day and give it your absolute all. And if that's not you, and like I said, if all you want to do is just make an extra $500 per month, that is okay too. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But just know that scaling in this, in a network marketing or in MLMs or anything like that, it's totally possible. But with that comes a lot of hard work, just like running any other business. It doesn't just magically happen. You have to treat this like a business, not a hobby. For my friends that are listening and thinking, yeah, that's great and all, but I work this other job. How am I supposed to make this grow if I don't have a lot of extra time? Episode number 11 of this podcast is all about creating a more productive and structured day and will definitely help you in this area. So I highly recommend you go and check that out. Also, if consistency is your struggle and you have the issue with like posting every single day, you know, creating new content, all that kind of stuff, then check out number 13, episode 13 of this podcast to learn all about how to stay consistent on Instagram and other social platforms. Now, before we close, I just want to tell you a quick story about someone who really changed my perspective on network marketing. And I'm not going to use her name because I'm not sure if she wants me to publicly out her or not. I probably should have asked her ahead of time before recording this. But anyway, here we are. Um, Okay, so there is this one particular company that I actually was like, as I, when it first came out or not even when it first came out, but when it first got brought to my attention and I first started seeing people join this particular MLM and, and selling these particular products, it was one of the first network marketing companies that I would look at and I would say, wow, like if any of these are going to hook me, it would be this one. Like this one actually feels very genuine. I like the, you know, products. Like it, it just seems really awesome from what I could see. But then all of a sudden it's like, everyone fell into the loop that I just hated. I started getting cold messages. I started getting all of the, you know, super like salesy feeling messages from people that didn't even know me. And it just, it did kind of turn me off. And then after, I don't know, a few months of this or whatever, uh, one day I was checking my DMs and I got this message from this person that I've never talked to, never met, nothing like that. I didn't really know who she was. Um, and I kind of just like saw the first couple sentences and thought, oh, she's going to sell me something like whatever. This is dumb. <laughs> and as I read through it, then she started sending me voice messages and her messages were so genuine about me, my life. She she showed me that she was paying attention. I can't remember exactly what I was talking about, but I believe it was something I had mentioned on my stories or a post that I had made. And she basically just reached out <clears throat> and did not try selling me a dang thing. I didn't even know like what she did until I went to her profile and saw that she sold for this particular company. And I, like, she was so invested. She knew about me, my history with horses. She made connections with her own daughter. She was, like, so 
genuine and authentic and the sweetest messages and it was pretty much just like a you know what I think you're absolutely crushing it like I love what you do um I really related to this particular part that you talked about like she gave examples that proved to me that she was actually listening to what I had talked about because there's no other way she would have known some of the things that she had mentioned without watching whatever I had posted that day and it was so genuine and authentic and I was like oh my gosh if I I mean I have friends and everything that sell for the same exact company which I think is what I ended up telling her but I'm just like you know at the end of the day like this lady was so authentic and like true to me about like just being a person and she treated me like an actual human being and not just like a dollar sign and I she just literally changed my whole perspective around network marketing and I was like this this is right this is how it's supposed to be this is how it's supposed to be in any type of business because I think whether you are you know you are with network marketing or you're a photographer or you have a boutique or you you know have a small business of any kind I think sometimes we just get into like panic mode and we just want to make money we want to make money 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 and that's our driving force and we're just like buy this buy this buy this sell this blah, blah, blah. we just get caught up in this like very vicious cycle that we forget to treat people like human beings and we forget to value those relationships that truly it might be the slower method to making money but it's going to be a much deeper much more valuable in the long run type of game so um just to let you know that like when you do that it really does change people's hearts it changes people's mind and i think it goes a lot further than cold messaging or just trying to just sell every single day or not being consistent and like since that day like we have we chat quite quite a bit pretty often um I know she listens to this podcast which is awesome um like we we talk a lot and we're just constantly like encouraging each other back and forth like it's so amazing I think we have a very beautiful like virtual relationship like it's I love hearing about like her family and her story and her goals that she's setting for herself and her business like it is just it's so fun for me to listen to her talk about all that so just that's kind of like my little story um I think she did absolutely awesome and if you're listening to this and you know that I'm talking about you um I totally want to like shout you out but again I won't call you out in front of everyone because I don't know that you're comfortable with that and that's perfectly fine um but yeah so anyway guys remember to be real human beings because at the end of the day like we're all just trying to do our best Oh my goodness, that that was a lot of freaking information I just threw at you. But I hope you have a bunch of solid takeaways from this episode and you can start implementing them into your network marketing business today. Please know that so much of business is trial and error. And if you've already found a method that works for you, awesome. Keep doing that. But if you have been riding the struggle bus and you want to get off, then just know that these strategies of brand building and niching down are going to help you tremendously. Make sure to head over to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast Facebook group and join for more tips and more exclusiveness of this show. Introduce yourself there and ask me any questions you have about MLM marketing or companies. Um, if you need any advice for business strategies, I am so happy to help you and guide you in any way that I can. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. They mean so much to me and they can help this show grow to new heights and reach more people like you. And they also help get bigger and better names on this show. I shouldn't say better. That's stupid. Um, bigger names on this show. 
Until next time, my beautiful, beautiful friend, go out and kick some business booty.